You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. We are going to talk about uh, an article you wrote, uh, which was a response to a reader letter um, about overcoming jealousy in your marriage. And the reader wrote in, and it was a woman, who said she had been in many previous relationships where her boyfriends had cheated on her. Mm-hmm. And in her current marriage, her husband has never done anything wrong, never cheated on her, um, never done anything in specific to kind of raise these jealous feelings. However, she still has them whenever he really, when he, whenever he goes out at night or something on the weekends or whatnot. Um, right. Now she has acknowledged this feeling of jealousy, which is a start. Um, but just kind of in general, on a broad stroke, uh, what can she do about this, um, these jealous feelings? Well, you know, I, first of all, I never, as a therapist, want to push emotions away because they don't really go away. They just go underground, then they come out in another way. So what I would say is to sort of say to herself, okay, I, I acknowledge that these feelings are here. Um, you know, in the article, what I was suggesting is that it's probably tied into old issues. So to just sort of say, I acknowledge that these issues are here, uh, but I also know that they're really stemming from my past, um, but I don't have to respond to them. I don't have to, you know, start to question him or, you know, really get myself all anxious about this. Um, again, you know, in reference to the article, um, what I'm talking about is separating out the fact that it's from the past from the reality because in the article she says that he's never given her any evidence for her to feel that uh, she has reason to be jealous of him. So the reality is there is nothing. So, again, the process is acknowledge your feelings but be aware of the reality. Okay. And so, so, I mean, you just mentioned how um, you wouldn't want her to, to bury them and have them resurface in some other manner. Is it, right. is it realistic for her that she might ever get rid of these kind of jealous feelings? I believe so. Otherwise, it wouldn't be in the field that I'm in. <laughs> um, but I think, to be honest, uh, it's unlikely that someone's going to be able to just get rid of it by themselves. They're probably going to need to get some kind of professional help to get through that process. Okay. And in the article, you offer um, some some recommendations, and one of the things that you mentioned was uh, EMDR. Uh, Mm -hmm. Can you uh, just briefly explain and describe what EMDR is to our listeners? Sure. Um, EMDR, the letters stand for Eye Movement Desensitization Reprocessing. And rather going through a whole description, let me just say that it is an accelerated therapy that gets at um, deep-rooted problems much more uh, easily. And the reason I was suggesting that is that it is one form. There are several different ways, but one form at getting uh, at problems 
from an energy point of view as opposed to just insight therapy, like talking about it, because many times um, gaining insight gives you an awareness of what the problem is, but she's aware, um, and that's just not going to be enough. You've got to be able to release the energy that's attached to the feelings in order to make a real change. It's almost like if you've got weeds in your garden, you can keep cutting the weeds, but eventually they're going to grow back because you haven't gotten to the roots. So I believe that a therapy that gets at the roots of the problem from an energetic point of view is going to be more useful. Okay. And what is, you know, we've been talking about the wife in this situation, about her feelings, but, you know, this also falls on the husband as well, because every time he goes out, she's probably telling him how she's feeling jealous about him going out mm-hmm. or or maybe lashing out at him subconsciously or something. So what is the husband supposed to do when his wife may be expressing her jealousy? Okay, it's a great question, and I'm going to give you the ideal scenario, but okay. knowing that this is going to be a hard situation to do. Um, when somebody's emotionally upset, trying to be logical with them is not going to work, at least initially. You've got to first get the emotions to calm down. So if he could at least validate her, and validate does not mean that you have to agree with the way the person is uh, feeling, but you have to let them know that you understand it. So if he could say to her, you know, honey, I really know that this is something that makes you very nervous. I get that. And then say, but the reality is that I love you. You have no reason to be jealous. Here's what I'm doing tonight. And, you know, again, I love you. So first he lets her know that he understands her feelings, and then he lets her know what the reality is. Um, Now, the reason I said best-case scenario is because um, the reality is that if she continues to do this, it's going to be wearing on him as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And probably most guys are going to be like, you know, give me a break already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and so how can the husband further support his wife during this process um, while she hopefully goes and gets um, outside help and therapy? Uh, should he avoid situations, uh, you know, going out that might make her jealous? Well, you know, I think that, when you are in a committed relationship and you really care about your partner, I think it behooves all of us to be aware of the Achilles heels, the soft spots that each of us have. So the example I like to use with my clients is that if you knew that your partner was diabetic, when it's their birthday, you're not going to go out and buy them a big ice cream cake. Yeah. You're going to buy them flowers. So if you know that your partner has a certain sensitivity, you're not going to shove it in their face. And so I think that, yes, the the husband has to make sure that he's not doing something that is really going to drive his wife nuts. So I think that he's got to stay away from, you know, strip joints or, you know, things like that, because that's going to really push her over the edge. But on the other hand, um, if she's that sensitive that, like, even a night out with the guys is going to make her uncomfortable, he's got to be able to live his life also. Um, so in those cases, um, you know, doing what we just discussed a moment ago of acknowledging that, you know, she 
has the feelings and not putting her down for them, understanding them, and then giving her the reality of, but I love you and you have nothing to be insecure about, I think would be the way to go. Uh, so you don't want to shove it in her face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be sensitive to what where her sensitivities are, but again, be able to live your life um, and and just reassure her during that process would be the most helpful thing to do. Okay. Now, would it be... Um and to, to anybody's um, advantage for him to say, you know what, would it make you feel better if I called and checked in every hour when I was out or something like that? Or does that just bring up more problems if he, you know, is drinking and forgets to call and then she, then it like really spins things out of control? Well, you know, if, if she says to him, look, it would, re- I, I, I think again, it's a matter of, um, coming to some kind of a compromise. I mean, I think, like, checking in every hour is really not fair to um, him, and I think it's enabling her. Mm. So I wouldn't do that. But I think if she says, like, look, if you're going to come in after one, if you just give me a call, I'd really appreciate it. Because after one, I just started start to really lose it. And, you know, in this day and age, you've got cell phones that give off alarms and all sorts of technology. He could plug that into his cell phone and just say, oh, wow, it's 1 o'clock, let me give her a call. Yeah. So I think that that's the way, you know, that you could work that out. Um, so, again, I think it's got to be a compromise, and I think the compromise is really as much for her benefit as it is for him. Because if he's going to call her every hour and say, here's where I am, here's what I'm doing, blah, 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 that's enabling her. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I think if he says to her, look, you know, here's what I'm doing tonight, I'm going to be with Joe, and we're going to be doing this, and I should be home about this hour, I think that that helps to give her some structure and gives her some sense of... Um, Uh, predictability, and that may be helpful. But it's also got to be with her working on her process. This is not something where it's just like, if you just tell me where you are, when when you're going to be there, how long you're going to be out, and, you know, her not doing her therapeutic work, that that's unfair. She's got to be doing her job also of going for the help. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's funny, Karen, because uh, my friends and I, we we play uh, in a little friendly poker league. Yeah. And we play um, every, every other weekend, and we have it so it's a timed kind of event. So it lasts for a couple hours, and then it's over. And mm-hmm. uh, this past weekend, we kind of changed it up and played on a on a Saturday instead of a Sunday, and uh, you know, a Saturday night. So we we all wanted to kind of continue playing, and it was funny because all the wives and girlfriends know that how long our poker night lasts. And so (laughs) almost immediately after we finished our several hour little poker session, everybody kind of got on their phones and was like, okay, we're going to continue playing. And, and, you know, just that little courtesy call, but it was just around the table. There was like six cell phones going off at the same time. It was just pretty funny. Right. But but what what you're really doing is you're having accountability to one another. Yeah. And and that is to be expected in a committed relationship because it's respectful. It's letting the other person know that you matter to me. And, you know, I'm it's not it's not um being like you're a little boy who has to report to mommy. It's just sort of saying, Look, you know, we're running a little late and I, I just want you to know, you know, you don't have to think I'm dead on the road somewhere or yeah. that I'm out doing stuff I'm not supposed to be doing. It's just being respectful. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that that's a great thing that you all got on the phone and did that. Yeah, yeah. None of us were checking in. We were just, yeah, we were just trying to be courteous to our yeah, partners. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, Karen, uh, that is going to do it for us this week. So, thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. Uh, You guys have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, PhD, and she is a practicing psychologist in relationships and lifestyle issues for over 20 years. She offers teleseminars and is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life, which has just been put out in its second edition. And uh, Karen, you said you have added two new chapters. Is that correct? Yes, I have, which is why it went into second edition. And one of the chapters... Um, is on relationships, and as a matter of fact, would be really helpful for just this kind of a situation. Oh, perfect. So definitely check that out. Um, and we'll, uh, you know, actually we have a, a bookstore link on our website if, if uh, to, to, to find it there. But if not, um, I'm sure you have it on your sites as well, right, Karen? Yes, of course. And it's <laughs> on Amazon as well. Okay, so uh, you can go to Karen's websites are drkarensherman.com. And also you can sign up for her free monthly newsletter with relationship tips at choicerelationships.com. And uh, Karen has a, another book that she's also co-authored, uh, My, uh, Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. And so you can find all that information on uh, drkarensherman.com uh, or the other website, choicerelationships.com. So once again, thank you so much for your time, Karen. I really appreciate it. Good to be with you, Steve. You too. Okay, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.